I keep a box of chocolates under my bed to make me feel like a movie star. I keep this knife in my teeth in case you're not who you say you are. I keep a magic marker spelling down the soles of my favorite boots. I'm looking for the next thing a good time I get. Hello and welcome to Mill Advised. Good advice for the greatest generation. I'm your host, Matt Gasper. And I am your co-host, Cameron Fontaine. For how long? Tw- 10, 20, 30 years we've been helping people we, from the greatest generation through this 21st century hellscape? We've been helping so many people for the longest time. The longest um, time. I know, so many of you may not be familiar with this, um, but we're sort of pioneering a new genre in podcasting where we uh, take questions from various sources and we uh, offer our advice to assist people with these questions it's sort of like a dear abby for the digital age yeah um and that's exactly what it is and most of our questions are aimed at helping those from um an older generation uh one that grew up without the internet and um such great inventions as computers to kind of navigate a world which now relies so heavily on all of these wonderful inventions. Mm-hmm. And um, those are bona fides. The, these are qualifications for giving advice. Yes. We've grown up through this. We know yeah. what's going on. And guess uh-huh. what? We're young. We're hip. We're cool. <laughs> and I'm doing five fidget spinners right now. Are you doing five? Bro, I got I got ten up going up over here. One on each of my fingers. <laughs> That's how you do it, right? You just like like Kobe with the basketballs. You just what? Wow. Just, okay, I think maybe I just disqualified myself from giving advice. If the 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 the, uh, the topical basketball player I could bring up was Kobe, who uh, retired like two years ago. Hey, that's um, okay. I was gonna make a excuse that I was only doing five because I have taco neck syndrome, like Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> Another just like spot on topical reference uh, to advertising of our day, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) You know, uh, 90s kids love that. I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so now that we've thoroughly unqualified ourselves, maybe we should uh, get to advice. Yeah, let's get to advice. Um, So some of our questions will be culled from the archives of uh, such advice column greats as uh abigail van buren carolyn hacks others yeah yeah others <laughs> others yeah let's uh let's start with a question here uh this is from november 17th of 1991 all uh, right dear abby you blew it when you advised the mother who signed herself unhappy down south her college-aged daughter had come home with a small tattoo of an eye on her ankle you reminded her that the ankle belonged to her daughter. Abby, our son got his first tattoo when he was 17. His father and I thought it was just a fad. Well, today that son is 52 years old, and he's covered from neck to knees with tattoos, which include a naked lady on his stomach that reaches down each leg, and a large Mexican woman on his back wearing a sombrero. <laughs> Abby, if you don't think that's embarrassing, try carrying him to a doctor or a hospital. Please tell that poor lady to see to it that her daughter's tattoo is removed, even if she has to be strapped down. It might be well to use the strap in a few other places, too. Whoa. Mm Mm-hmm. Decent, respectable people simply do not approve of tattoos. 
signed Tattoo Taboo in Brownwood, Texas. Damn. So before um, we get to Abby's advice, uh, yeah. I think I think we should provide our young, um, hip, cool millennial advice. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't know me personally, I have quite a few tattoos myself. I, I have I have like five tattoos, six, seven. I've lost count at this point. Um, I've got a few. I'm not covered neck to knees in in tattoo. What was it? Neck to was it neck to knees? Was that was neck that to what knees? You, was that what they said? Yeah, they said neck to knees. Um, I, I I'm not that far, but I've got a couple on my arms. Some that are visible when I'm wearing short sleeve shirts. But um, I mean, here's the thing. In, in this, the, these this is a question from 1991. These people are are on the forefront of a fad because you know tattoo history kind of changes somewhere in the '90s, early 2000s. Because tattoos, um, as far back as I can remember, uh, of the of the '90s and, and the '80s, uh, were were like scary things. You know, the tattoos were like prison tattoos, and now. We've got all of these millennials and, and all of the especially hip ones. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Remember how I said I had a bunch of tattoos? Well, um, I mean, I'm obviously a hip millennial. Um, it's, it's becoming more and more popular for them to get just oodles and oodles of tattoos. And uh, they're, I, I think the tattoos are better than they used to be. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that this... Um, I don't know if this is a, 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 a father or mother of this of this person. I don't know if they said in the question. They just said their daughter. Um, but I think that they should not be so critical because back in 1991, their daughter's a trendsetter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And a small tattoo of an eye on her ankle, like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Like, it, it, does she think this eye is the gateway drug to being – I'm trying to think of a tatted up – the, the celebrity Donny Tre- Donny Trejo Donny Trejo yeah Donny Trejo, Trejo. Cla- classic that was, uh, Donny Osmond's brother Donny Trejo yeah right because you, you obviously are related by your first name so Donny Trejo Donny Osmond mm-hmm. twins they're twins um the the twins that's what they call them in Hollywood right <laughs> yeah something like that <laughs> but, uh, I mean, but I think I, I, well I think I think the, the bigger concern here though and something that I didn't realize until just a second ago is this is obviously an Illuminati tattoo obviously obviously and, and I think that that's the bigger concern here um, and I think your daughter's in the Illuminati well and I think the biggest concern is this so um We'll unpack this question a bit. So this was actually a response to a different question mm-hmm. where um, the daughter got a eye tattoo on her ankle and Abby said it was like, cool, it's your daughter's body, not your body. Chill out. And um, Which is this- still true today. Right, right, right. And this person is responding saying, my son is 52 and he's covered from neck to knees. And I... I want to see this uh, tattoo of a large Mexican woman on his back <laughs> wearing a sombrero because I I want to think it's supposed to be a sexy tattoo. Yeah. But I can't imagine a sexy tattoo of somebody wearing a sombrero. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I got that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's no way in which a, a sombrero can ever be a... a, a a sexual garment or, yeah. or an alluring garment. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't think. 
Um, no, never. It's just and, kind um, of uh, yeah. No, I'm, I don't see it. So I, I think um, I think we may be misinterpreting the mother's concern because this is most certainly an Illuminati tattoo. Yeah. But what uh, what hasn't been addressed is that it's visible. Yeah. Uh, so it's obvious that she's in the Illuminati, which mm-hmm. is the antithesis of what the Illuminati stands for. Right. Uh, their secrecy and their their dark works. You know, she outed herself, and I think the mother is really just concerned of the repercussions of her daughter letting it be known that she is an Illuminatius. Yeah, that makes sense. I just, I'm having... Uh, just kind of like a moment of inspiration here is this first initial question to ask her is, do, is there is her the hair their daughter beyonce because we know beyonce is in the illuminati Whoa. 1991 she would have been pretty young i'm How just saying old was beyonce in 1991 let's go to the google could you ask jeeves that for me uh since we're talking um, about 1991 he jeeves Jeeves. Can you? Jeeves. Uh, I, th- I think Beyonce uh, would have been 10. 10? I think so. Shit. I, I, I type in it. something like that why? and... Why did you just kill my wonderful answer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, no, wait. That, that's, not, that's not true at all. She was... This was Beyonce. <laughs> that's a- Good cover. Good cover. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I. here's the thing that uh, I think we didn't spend enough time on on this question. There was a point where they said carrying their 52-year-old son to the, uh, to, mm-hmm. to the doctor. Mm-hmm. What's going on there? Everything okay? Doesn't quite <laughs> sound like it. And I, I wish they delved a little bit more into this. Like, I think it's more of a position that your son is in that you're upset with than his tattoos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're taking your 52-year-old son to the doctor um, in any capacity, I, I mm-hmm. feel like mm-hmm. there's something going on where you're obviously resenting the fact that you have to do this for them for a little bit. And he's just trying to be a cool hip millennial with all of his tattoos. And, you know, living in your basement isn't really helping him with that. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, as far as the sun goes, I think his main um, problem and uh, what what he didn't really follow through with with the tattoos is the the idea of living fast, dying young, leaving a pretty corpse. Because <laughs> once those wrinkles set in, that's when that starts to go downhill. That's mm-hmm. when those tattoos are a bad idea. Exactly. And I think that's something that uh, the millennial generation has really grasped. We have, I, I'm going to get real for a second, we will not have a social security safety net. Uh, mm-hmm. we, don't have, we don't have careers. We don't have houses. And we're drowning in avocado toast. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, we, we know, no like, we're living this Kesha life. We know this is all we got. Let's party in a rich dude's house and fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, I, my desk is stacked with avocado toast right now. I made so much avocado toast, I just don't know what to do with it. I've been eating it for the last 13 and a half meals. Like, mm-hmm. I am so sick of it. I 
don't know how I got all this damn avocado toast. I know. And remember that episode of Magic School Bus where Arthur turned orange because he was eating the like avocado snacks toast all the yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> my I, my skin is a is a pale green because yeah. of all this avocado toast. I just can't get out of my system. Yeah. I'm sweating. And the it. worst thing is that each piece of this cost me fifty two dollars to make, <laughs> and I can't stop making it. I've made so much. I don't even make enough money to support my avocado toast making habit. I just don't understand how this is happening. And that's why I don't have health insurance. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, So I I think we've sufficiently helped this person. Let's see what Abby said. What did Abby say? Dear Tattoo Taboo, begging your pardon, but an adult offspring, male or female, has the right to make his or her own decisions concerning tattoos. Also, please do not presume to speak for all decent and respectable people. In addition, to suggest that a strap be used in a few other places makes you guilty of condoning physical violence. The advice from here is, back off. Boom. Abigail Van Buren, the master wordsmith. She, she, she's the Leonardo da Vinci of advice and responses to just like bigoted pieces of garbage yeah wow that's good i much more composed than my response obviously Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. same here (laughs) i i didn't even touch the the physical violence part of it but yeah that's like bad parenting bad parenting okay so let's let's also unpack uh just for a second here before we move on so uh this question was from 1991 uh she she had a 52 year old son which probably places her at least in her 70s something like that yeah probably around there yeah um as of the time of writing this yeah so definitely dead now definitely Uh, dead i don't know I don't know. Advances in modern medicine. That's she's uh, she's in her nineties at least. Um, okay. Yeah. So if you're if you're listening, tattoo taboo, um, you're on the wrong side of history now. Put, put, put your belt away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I think we helped out. I think we cool. helped sufficiently. Um, you want to go to the IT department? Yeah. Let's uh, let's go do some tech support. Let's do some tech support. All right. Um, so uh, since we're since we're dealing with moms, um, I'm I'm going to pull up a one from June twenty seventh, twenty seventeen. This is coming from the uh, Internet Explorer um, support forum for various um, iterations of uh, Microsoft Internet Explorer, the uh, premier browser of our day. So this is June twenty seventh of this year, so not too long ago. Sarah McCauley um, asked. Browsing history. I would like to disable the option to delete browsing history or maybe require a password before it is deleted. Is this something that is available? I have Windows <laughs> 10 and a Microsoft Edge for a browser. Okay, so she's, she's using Edge. She's a, she's a little bit more cutting edge than most, than most people. But um, I think there is something that has not been, shall we say, explicitly said in this question that I think we all know exactly what's going on here, or those of us who are uh, who are of the millennial generation, at least. Before we explicitly say what it is mm-hmm. for the audience, because yeah. there are probably, I mean, this this show is for the baby boomers, mm-hmm. the uh, the more uh, wizened uh, generation. 
But before we explicitly say what her subtext is in this, I want to ask, do you think it's teenage son or husband? I'm going to say probably both. (laughs) Yeah. In all honesty, I'm going to say it's both. Um, Yeah. So this is obviously a porn thing. Um, yeah, like 100%. very obviously, um, she knows, and this is a smart mom here. Um, she knows that her teenage son and or husband, probably both, are just jacking it on the reg to <laughs> some something, but she can't catch them because she also has a smart husband and or son who is deleting the browser history. And I have bad news for you, Sarah. Um, oh no! There's a thing called in Chrome. It's called incognito mode, and in Firefox, I think it's called private browsing mode or something like that. But it, it, it makes this fight even harder for you to catch to catch your teenage son looking at inappropriate material online because it leaves no trace of said porn site that he's visited. It's basically like ninja mode for porn. Mm-hmm. Um, on the internet, and um, since you're using Edge, I'm sure it has an equivalent to to that. Oh, um, it certainly does. I yeah. just looked up the name. It's called In Private. In Private. It's one word. Uh, <laughs> in Private. <laughs> in In Private. Uh, it's I called Jackoff Booth, is what it's I called. I <laughs> and P are capitalized. Oh my god! Um, in this one word, this portmanteau, um, <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you might as well call it sock in the door door handle mode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or don't come in mom mode. Um <laughs> <laughs> don't come in mom, I'm changing mode. I think Oh boy. <laughs> I think the best advice I can give you, Sarah, uh, and this comes from the bottom of my my heart, is somebody who was at one point a a, a teenager who um may or may not have looked at some questionable things online. And may or may not have uh, had a dad who worked in IT and was able to check uh, browser history. Um, and may or may not have been scolded on, on one occasion for doing such things. May or may not. This is all. We don't know. We don't know. It's ne- never been proven. Um, but uh, <laughs> as someone like that, I think you just got to have the, 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 the talk. Um, mm. And, and, and you, there's a time and a place for everything and i think you just gotta have this honest talk with your with your son slash husband um if it's if, if it's indeed your husband you just gotta have this talk and be like hey don't i maybe. <laughs> i think i have better advice all right and all right. i'm i'm going to uh provide that a, a free trial advertisement uh for the software Wonderful. Um, if if you're listening uh Software companies hit us up. We'll we'll do some ads for you or something. Yeah, um, absolutely. But uh, I I think what she really needs to do is um, sign up and download Net Nanny Internet Monitoring Software for Windows. Mm. Uh, what what this promises is a keeps pornography from appearing on your computer. B mask profanity before it appears on the screen. Mm, uh, before. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, C. Control access to set time limits on internet usage. There you uh, go. You don't. You don't want your. You don't want Timmy. Uh. You don't want Daniel using the computer. Uh. When you're not around. Um. Schedule it. Yeah. Send alerts and reports to your console or email, and uh, create user profiles to individual family members' needs. So, um, create like a DNA sequence password that <laughs> that um. That ACTG of just uh, like capitalized and underscores and everything, uh, an uncrackable Da Vinci code of a password, um, <laughs> and uh, say like, okay, you you can use the internet, but Mama's gonna see what's up. It's only forty dollars a year. That's not bad. And I think that's a, to protect one computer. Yeah. If you're protecting five computers or devices, um, guess what? That's only sixty dollars a year. So um, I think. Th- that is her go-to uh, solution to this problem. Get text message alerts every time naughty nurses two comes up on the Bing search, and um, yeah, keep your yeah. family safe. Yeah, I think that that's that's a good it's a good pitch for Net Nanny. So Net Nanny, uh, get at us. This was a freebie, but the next time we say Net Nanny, oh, there it is. There you it is. Tw- you owe us twenty bucks each. Or damn, I should have said a larger free, number. Oh, or free net nanny. Or free net nanny, which mm-hmm. I don't know what good that's going to do me. But yeah, yeah, nobody else uses my computer, so okay, I don't have any kids. Um, damn. Um, well, I think we sufficiently helped this person out. Um, yeah. and uh, I'm glad we did because there has been no response to this question. Poor girl. <laughs> um, I should. I'm. I'll make a. IE Explorer, Microsoft uh, forums account or something, uh, and I'll let her know. Yeah, drop I'll that nanny, that nanny. nanny bit on on her, and I'll uh, I'll send you the link. How about we uh, How about we dig back in the archives let's, and let's uh, go back? Give Give some good advice. This is from uh, July eighteenth, nineteen eighty four. Eighty four. Wow. Uh, back to the future. dear Abby. <laughs> <laughs> Marty McFly's up in the mix now. That's Who are you calling chicken? <laughs> you keep your damn hands off her, Biff. <laughs> That's the best line in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to uh, Back to Back to the Future, your Back to the Future <laughs> fan cast. <laughs> I'm your host, um, Crispin Glover. I'm your other host, I need the dog. <laughs> that was his name, right? Einstein? I think so, yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, it has the name of Einstein. Yeah. This Dear Abby question comes from July 18th, 1984. Dear Abby, I'm engaged to marry a guy who has to be the cheapest man in the world. He wants to start a chicken farm, but he doesn't want to invest any money. He refuses to buy an incubator. He wants me to hatch the eggs in my bra. He says there's a lot of good heat going to waste there. He figures that every three weeks, we should hatch six to 12 chickens. Now get this. He says if my bra is too small, he'll buy me a bigger one. Signed, Big Busted in Birmingham. What is going on here? My knowledge of chickens and how they are born into this world um, is that uh, it comes from eighth grade. Where we did just that, we yeah. had 
I think you have like the big styrofoam box with a heat lamp in it, uh-huh. and that's just basically a, a MacGyvered incubator. Since we're making '80s references, it's MacGyvered mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. incubator. And um, I, I, I think it had a turning feature or something because you got to mm-hmm. spin those boys so that they get like evenly cooked mm-hmm. um, to come into life. It, I, she. <laughs> I'm just trying to unpack, like, okay, let's say she has enough body heat to do this. Like, she's constantly spinning a dozen eggs <laughs> near and around her breasts all day. All day. Like, that's the thing, is you have to walk around with these eggs all day. You can't take them out. And and this like, guy, this this uh, fiancé, he, he can't claim any any ownership to these chickens at that point like Mm -hmm. she is literally the mother at that point yeah no uh, and they're going to imprint on her um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so like i don't know wait oh no you know what (sighs) again this is this is she says he's cheap but what's really happening is is this a sex thing he's into it no He's into oh, no. her being the mother hen. And so oh, he no. wants to make her be always the mother hen. Is Do you think this is a proto-furry thing? Ooh. But instead of developing his own persona, he is... Fursona, sorry. Yeah. Uh, he, is, he is forcing this mother hen fursona on his soon-to-be. Yeah. I think... And you know what? To each his own, but... <laughs> to each his own, yeah. I mean, got, like... The, the participants have to be willing to uh, step into this fiction box uh, in which you 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 uh, play mm-hmm. as a, you know, as a consensual sexual couple. Yeah, and I mean, if... I, I think the, the real solution here is to have a sit-down with... The boy and say, I know this isn't about money. I know you're not trying to start a chicken business. <laughs> just just be honest with me. Just be just honest. Just be honest. That's really all you can do is put yourself out it's... there and say, hey, this is me. My fursona is a fox, and I have a thing for the mother hen, <laughs> and I just want to steal her all baby All the little chicks. babies. All the little babies. I'm going to steal them all. I got you. And, I got you, babies. And you know, in a healthy relationship like that, honesty is the best policy. He has to tell her that that's what he's into. Then it's up to her to make the decision if she would like to give that a try, or if that's just not her speed. And then they can move on from there. Yeah, uh, and I think this is the best time while you're a betrothed and not after you are married to realize that mm-hmm. this is what's going on. So I think that. Um, I mean, this was 1984, so I hope you figured it out by now. I hope you're not still betrothed and trying to figure out what this weird chicken farm is. But yeah, I think that that open, honest communication is key. Mm-hmm. And how? Um, <laughs> and so how? Let's see what. <laughs> let's see what. Uh, let's see how Abby responded. Uh, dear Big Busted, don't be a dumb cluck. Tell Mister Cheap Cheap exactly how you feel about his scheme. Maybe he's making a yolk. 
This has been Dear Abby's Pun Factory. Come on back next week uh, for more punny gags. I take back what I said about Abby before. I hate her. She's the worst. I don't take it back. I I think this is the best response because... This this is pre Lola Bunny. This is pre furry awakening, um, and it it just wasn't mainstream enough for her to come to that conclusion. Pre Lola Bunny. <laughs> yeah, I I'm, is that, I, I is, think that a, is that a watershed moment for uh, the furry community in America? Uh, I mean, it has a bunch to be, of people, right? Is it a bunch of people growing up watching Space Jam and just jacking it and be like, why am I jacking it to a rabbit? Oh, God, what is wrong with me? Or not even that. Like, I mean, uh, furry furry fandom is not a purely sexual thing. No. But um, just like the, the anthropomorphized... Nailed it. Got it in one. Anthropomorphized. Uh, <laughs> yep. There, uh, animal people. Like, that's a... If that's like how you want to express yourself, cool, great. And I don't, I, I don't think a lot of people realize that until Lola Bunny. Okay, all right. I can, I can, I can, I can dig it. I can get behind that. I'm, I'm sticking to that. That's. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I can't real... get behind those goddamn puns. <laughs> I can't get behind Seriously. that, and I can't get behind this guy's dishonesty in trying to like convince his fiance well, that it's cool. cool. Yeah, and he's projecting uh, that... a little bit uh, his own interests and his own desires upon mm-hmm. a fiance who he has not talked to about this yet, and that is, in my opinion, a little bit shifty. And I think that there's uh, there, there's a I mean, there's there, there's obviously trepidation about it, what is your reaction going to be if I say, you know, I want you to mother these hens. It'll make me more attracted to you or it'll play into my fiction in the bedroom mm-hmm. or whatever. There's obviously, like, obviously you can get a lot of weird reactions to that, and I understand that. But to do this under the guise of, like, I want to start a chicken farm? Dude you got to realize, yeah. I think I think he didn't realize that there's so much more to having a chicken farm than that. There's a lot of upkeep afterwards. There's so many more things you got to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, caring for these animals, it's going to actually be very, very expensive for you in the long run. So you should just get it out of the way quick, have that conversation, and, you know, just get on with your life, you know? And, and, and then you yeah, can go and, ahead I and mean, buy, Yeah, I mean, really, like, like, in the end, they'll both be better people for it, whichever way they go. Yeah. And you can buy stuffed chickens, and you can wear you can wear a chicken outfit or whatever you want. But just have that conversation, mm-hmm. open communication, always. Number one, my number one rule, and I think it's been a number one rule for a really long time, is just have that conversation. It's it's uncomfortable, it's awkward. Just do it, and then it'll be over with, and you'll both know how, where you stand, how you feel, whether or not it's going to work out. And in in this episode's edition of let's find out how expensive <laughs> that actually would be, um, the the best selling egg incubator on Amazon, uh, forty eight eggs at a time, uh, runs you a wow. a poultry uh, poultry. A pol- uh, God damn! What's sixty eight? Sixty eight dollars. <laughs> That's all it is. That's not bad, That's not bad. But, but you gotta uh, you, you gotta remember 
this was 1984. It couldn't just hop on Amazon. You have to get to get get thyself to a farmery to find mm. one of these one of these beasts, one of these machines, um, or a mail order catalog. Oh, you could yeah. buy one at Sky Mall. Just take a flight. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my actually that's my new advice. Hop on a flight. Get Hop the sky. Get, grab the Sky Mall magazine. Order an incubator for him. Present it to him and say, "Hey, here you go. Let's start a chicken farm." There we go. <laughs> Problem solved. Problem Advice solved. given. <laughs> Want to head over to the IT department? Yeah, let's uh, let's help some more people out with their tech problems. All right. So this one comes from July first of twenty seventeen, uh, which was oh boy, how long ago was that? That was like eight days ago. Um, uh, yeah, just so, <laughs> a little more than a week. Yeah, um, Internet Explorer, I don't know what version this is. It doesn't say. Um, the heading is, your computer has been blocked, scam. Um, so it was moved from the virus and malware to the Internet Explorer um, <laughs> heading. <laughs> this is, a, is the first note here. Uh, user A, B, C, D, E, S, D, F, D, S, 2. Apparently the the first one was taken, and this is this is number two of that. Um, writes there was a pop up message saying that my computer has been blocked, so I clicked it, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was in a panic. So I called the phone number that they had to maybe get some personal infos from it. Uh, the first thing the guy asked me was my email address, and I gave it to him. <laughs> they asked for my birthday. I hung up because it was too suspicious. I'm scanning my computer right now. Should I be worried? No, I think <laughs> I think the guy on the phone was just trying to help. That's why they had that tech support phone number. And yeah. that's I mean, yeah. honestly, like we we live in this digital age, but like even even instant message customer service situation, I mean, it's it's not going to get you the help you need in the fastest way possible. Mm-hmm. The guy on the phone was just looking for some Simple demographics information. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, the it's basics. Just... E- email, date of birth, mm-hmm. social, mother's maiden name. Yeah. First and last names of any dependents. Yeah. And any uh, passwords that you that that you use on a day-to-day basis. Mhm. No. Yeah, and that with that basic information, he can hack into the mainframe and disable anything that's blocking his computer from a site. Right. I mean, basically what this guy is trying to do is he's trying to get remote access to your computer so he can manually get in there in with what we in the uh, digital age call um, a, a, a digital broom and dustpan and sweep mm-hmm. out those viruses. It's, I mean, it's a tedious process, and I think that you really just hindered him in a big way from doing that. And I think that all he wanted to do was sweep out those viruses and offer you a free vacation, to be really honest. So, like, I, I don't know. I think that maybe you should have given him your date of birth. Yeah, you know? I think that was, uh, that was a the mistake. main... Uh, you, I mean, what, now, you can't, now you're not going to go to Hawaii for vacation. How do you feel about that, huh? I got to know, is there any additional information? Does he say which site he was blocked from? Nah. <laughs> uh, we do have an answer from um, Don Varnow, who is a, he's a, a community moderator, wiki author. He's a launch expert for Windows 10 and an MCC Ooh. content creator. Um, he is um, the world's best tech support cat. His avatar is of a Maine Coon cat's um, face. So, we so have that. Um, he's a legitimate real-life cat yes. offering IE advice. Yep. 
That checks out. Yep, totally checks out. He's got my vote for president of Microsoft support forum. Um, Don says, this was only a pop-up message. It did not indicate that malware is installed. Since you did not allow remote access or download anything, you have nothing to worry about. Ignore any emails or phone calls you received from this company. You did exactly the right thing in hanging up when you did. Don. Two people found this helpful. Oh. I'm glad somebody else had the same problem, too, and they were able to find the help they needed from the uh, official Microsoft support forum. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Don just has a face that you trust. So I, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I would love to put my trust in Don, this, this, little, this little cutie patootie. He's been a, a member since January 24th of 2009, and he's a community moderator of multiple forums. He's achieved so much in such a short amount of time for a cat. He has. I mean, I, I guess in cat years, he's almost dead. You no, know, he's he's of age, but no, no. Uh, well, yeah, he's got so much. He's helpful post of the week, community participation center fourteen times. He's posted a, about Internet Explorer eighteen times. In virus and malware, he's posted five times. Uh, most answers of the week for Internet Explorer one hundred and thirty five. He's got some pretty, uh, pretty, pretty great credentials. Don the uh, moderator cat. So I think we've helped with this this digital question. I think that we've got we got that down pretty much pat. Yeah, I think um, you know our advice first probably would have been the best solution. Mm-hmm. Don's advice a close second. Yeah, yeah. Let's dig back into these archives. Okay, I'll give you a choice. Okay. Dating advice or advice with children, for well, children, you uh, know, in raising children. You know that I have the best dating advice. So I think that that is really an area where I shine. We should, we should, we should do that one. All right. Dear Abby, I'm in love with a man my age. Well, 40. Good start. <laughs> um, and let's preface this. Uh, this is from October 22nd. 1996 um so she is i don't time 21 years from that so she is 61 61 uh, at this point so um hopefully uh, our advice can still help you out hopefully i'm in love with a man my age 40 who has never asked me out he calls me occasionally and always returns my calls and seems glad to hear from me He has turned down every invitation I've extended, with legitimate excuses, but no rain checks. He has never mentioned another woman, but appears jealous if I mention a man. I've been a friend long enough. I want more. I've done everything except tell him how I feel. I've been overweight most of the 12 years I've known him, and wonder if this could be the reason he isn't pursuing me. Or is it possible he just hasn't caught on? Please think hard on this one, Abby. Because I've been trying to reel this man in for a very long time. Signed, Getting Impatient. Hmm. I see what's going on here. Lay it on me. Alright, so this guy is what we call in the uh, 21st century. And this is 93? 96? 96? 96. Yeah, 96. Yeah, yeah. So this is the 96 uh, version of a fuckboy. He's leading you on. <laughs> Uh, you know, he's trying to keep you as like a backup, backup piece or something. Basically, 
this dude's bad news. I know you want to get in with him, but, I mean, he obviously understands how you feel um, as he's, you know, projecting that kind of jealousy onto you when you when you mention another man, but it's perfectly okay if, I mean, you mentioned that you didn't think there was another woman, but most likely there is. I, I mean, this is a, a, a doubled standard relationship, and I don't think you want to pursue this, to be perfectly honest. I think the one piece of really important information we're missing is whether or not he pages her at 2 a.m. Yeah. You up? Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that, that is, uh, that's a good, it's a good starting point. Like, are mm-hmm. you getting those mm-hmm. pages? Have you looked at his pager and did he have a text conversation that went something like, new pager, who dis? <laughs> um, to which they replied uh, something that looked kind of like uh, an eggplant emoji. Or maybe they just typed yeah, out eggplant emoji. If you did like um, uh, like a lowercase w and then equal sign, equal sign, equal sign, equal sign, <laughs> and then like the uh, right parenthesis. Yeah. Um, that's, those are the telltale signs, it, really. Yeah, yeah I mean... Um, yeah, I, I I think I'm sticking by it though. He's a '96 fuck boy, um, and '96 fuck boys are not to be fucked with. So I would say stay far away from this creep. Maybe he's in the same boat. Oh May- shit! You, let's I didn't take even this think ex- of that. Let's take that. that let's take for a this minute. exact same letter, but written. Let's read it this way. I'm in love with a woman my age, 40, who has never asked me out. She calls me occasionally and always returns my calls, but seems glad to hear from me. Uh, she has turned down every inf- invitation I've extended with legitimate excuses, but no rain checks. She has never mentioned another man, but appears jealous if I mention a woman. I've been a friend long enough. I want more. I've done everything except tell her how I feel. I've been overweight most of the 12 years I've known her and wonder if this could be the reason she isn't pursuing me. Or is it possible she just hasn't caught on? Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. Mm. said right in there. She didn't say anything about how she felt. So it's possible, yep. and I gotta tell you this: men, men's the men's, they is dumb sometimes. Um, yeah, by and large. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like, you could be laid on real thick, and I guess the same could probably be said for for women. I bet I bet it goes. It doesn't it doesn't go strictly by um uh, gender identity i i think people when it comes to love are just kind of dumb and you need to spell things out you can't just sit in and like hint at it forever and always because you're just gonna end up like you are wondering what's happening why why are mm-hmm. we not getting together nothing nothing's gonna happen if you don't take that first step if you no. don't make that first move and i just ripped my headphones <laughs> out of the microphone <laughs> hang on oh no and we're back. All right. Nothing's going to happen if you don't make that first move. <laughs> Getting impatient. Yeah. W- one other note. You've been overweight for most of the 12 years you've known him? 12 years. I forgot that. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's a 12 years time. you've known him. Like, I'm sure if he absolutely wasn't interested, he wouldn't have stuck around for 12 yeah, years. 12 years he is a you. long time to stick around just whether to it's dump a, somebody, you know? Whether it's platonic or if it's like... Romantic love, he obviously likes you for you. Don't let that bring you down. Not because like you, you laugh like Jim Carrey. 
volcano. Not, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh boy. And that's that's but a yeah, that's a topical no. reference. <laughs> <laughs> but no, getting impatient, your body's perfect the way it is, and I'm sure he realizes that too. Mm-hmm. So let's disregard that completely. Yeah, that's, I don't, I don't that's think that issue. has anything to do with it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think if you guys have been dancing around this for 12 years, what's that, what's that, that movie, Something's Gotta Give? I mean... Something's Gotta Give. Something's Gotta Give. Eventually somebody's gonna spill those beans, and spill them right all down the table. And it's gonna spell out, we should fuck, is what it's gonna say. Um, mm-hmm. Those are gonna In be beans. The, the magical love-making beans, and they will finally <laughs> ignite the passion between you two. So this is what I'm saying: is I'm marketing my new product, which are called the magical love-making beans. Magical and love-making you can, beans. You, you can buy a can of them, and I will ship them back to 1996 for you. The 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 low low price of six easy payments of 21.95. That's a steal. It's a steal. Um, you can you can also find it at uh, truck stop bathrooms and in uh, mail order catalogs in the back of the city pages and at pick and, and save gashapons. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Don't let your kids get toys from those anymore. By the by, <laughs> they might get the magical fucking beans. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I think we've helped out, and I think uh, the real takeaway advice is just say it already. Yeah. Just um, do it. Stop but, being so high school about it. But let's see what Ms. Van Buren uh, has oh, to yeah. say. Oh, yeah. What does Abby say? Dear Impatient, if he hasn't responded in 12 years, he's not likely to start now. It's obvious that he regards you as a friend and nothing more. If you're willing to settle for friendship, stick around. Otherwise, go fishing in other waters, and you might just come up with the catch of the day. Okay, I'm, I, I think I'm that's liking good Abby. I, I'm liking Abby less and less the more responses I hear. God damn, with I, these I think puns. that's, I think that's half good advice. <laughs> she, yeah, I mean, she shouldn't be pining over this guy and not making a move and yeah. waiting for a move to come along. But also, she left out the just say something bit. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I think the other thing is that, and this is this is we're, we're like not not joking. Is that if you guys have been friends for twelve years, and you know you don't think it's it's gonna happen, like that doesn't mean like dump the friendship and move on. Oh yeah, no, that means you know it maybe romantically this isn't gonna happen. You know, and maybe you're better off being friends if yeah. like that's what you've cultivated over twelve years. And so yeah, go fishing, and maybe you'll find Mister Mister Wright. But, you know, you don't necessarily have to. And I, I think that, like, you don't have to dump this guy just because you're not gonna, you know, be romantically involved is, is I think, the moral of this story. Mm-hmm. So, Abby, you're only half right. And that comes from an expert. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go Experts back? Experts in love. You want to go back to the IT department? <laughs> A place where we definitely yeah. thrive? Yeah, let's uh, let's flex our technomancer muscles. Yeah. All right. So this one comes from March thirty first, uh, twenty sixteen, and this one I actually know how old the question asker is. So we definitely know we're helping someone from the greatest generation in this one here. Um, the heading for the question is: When playing internet checkers, lose connection to server. And I say that because it's all in caps. That's why I said it's so loud. Um, and this is asked by John F. One. Um, 
And um, the the whole question, again, all in caps, I keep getting a lost connection to server when playing internet checkers. Always start the game, and in a few moves, I'm cut off with error message. Please help me. I'm 79 and klutzy with any comp repair problems. <laughs> uh, additional details. 13 people have had this question. This is a thing. This is, and there's there's people who've responded to this one. Um, so I want to say first of all, um, mm-hmm. well, I'm gonna read one of the I'm gonna read one of the responses because uh, I, I I agree with this response. Um, okay, yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, uh, the steamer 2016 replied on April 6th of 2016. Uh, Nothing wrong with your connection. It's the player on the other end finishing things, probably because the game isn't going their way. Um, and then there's some more general techie stuff, but I'm not going to go into that. Um, <laughs> because I'm taking the part that I really think is it's because John F. won. John F. won. You're a fucking pro. And you are the, uh, uh, um, the LeBron James of checkers. Uh, I was going to say Kobe again, <laughs> and so I had to stumble there for a second because I don't want to date myself too much. LeBron's still playing right. I Lead, don't leading them calves. No uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> you are you are the uh, um, what's the chess guy's name? Fisher. Yeah, you're the big blue of checkers. Yeah, yeah. you are the big blue of checkers. Deep blue. Deep blue. Did you are the deep blue of checkers? Was Fisher right? <laughs> I don't know. The chess champion. I'm, I uh, <laughs> I typed in chess chess grandmaster. Is that what they? Yeah. Call yeah. I can't oh, boy. remember. <laughs> you're not any of those. You're, you're Bobby Fisher is the guy I was thinking of. Bobby Fisher. Bobby that's Fisher. right. Bobby Fisher. You are the Bobby Fisher of checkers, John F. And people cannot stand losing to you, and so mm-hmm. they rage quit. This is what this is called, John. You're 79. I need to drop some knowledge on you. There's a thing in modern day internet gaming called a rage quit, and that's what these people are doing. And I know it sucks because they're they're fucking up your record because all those get get recorded as forfeits and it's really going to kill your kd spread Um, yeah i mean this is this is the modern day equivalent of your friend yanking out the uh super nintendo controller because you're beating (laughs) him at mario kart and he just can't stand it you know what this is you know what this is an even more uh, uh an even more analogous uh, equivalent to is if your friend fucking kicked over the table when you were playing <laughs> some fuck this game and up upended the table. That's what this guy's doing. These guys are jerks, and you don't want to play with them anyway. Uh. Yeah, you're you're better than that. Yeah, you need to find. You just got to find a better um, online checker server. Yeah, where the true pros are. Yeah. somebody who can stand up to your might. You need to on get checkerboard. You, you need people to get on your level. And I think that you are just too talented for the world of internet online checkers in Internet Explorer. And I just noticed that you're using Windows XP in 2016, um, which I'm I'm sorry. Hey, man, if, if it works. <laughs> I suppose. Um, if it works, it works. Yeah. I think that in that regard, we've definitely helped bring John F. into the 21st mm-hmm. century. We taught him about rage quitting. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's the only solution. It's not a tech problem. It's a being too good yeah, at checkers problem. And I think that that's really it. And I think that you're in the wrong forum. And you need to go to find a forum for people who are too good at games. And just, like, maybe try to hit up Bobby Fischer. What's he doing? Is he dead? I hope he's not dead. And I'm saying that. 
or I have deep, no idea. deep blue uh, Watson computer guy and maybe play that guy because he won't rage quit. He's now programmed to rage quit. Play against the Whopper from... Bobby Fischer died nine years ago. Yep, okay. God damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm batting a thousand on this one. Um, Whoopsie. How about stop Googling and making me wrong? Uh, <laughs> uh, We're just really bad at guessing ages. <laughs> I guess so. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think uh, I think John F. I think um, don't worry so much about the computer. Your computer's working fine. Worry about playing with people who give a damn and are on your level. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have one question. In the responses, was our best cat friend uh, there on the scene Don, to diagnose this problem? Ah, uh, let Don me Knotts. look. There's Don, Don Varno. Nope, he is not here. These are all user. Um, mm. Yeah, these are all user. Just uh, the, a- Andrew Maunder has a has a bit of a of a of a lengthy response, but that basically uh, amounts to. Microsoft, you need to fix this problem and make sure people can't rage quit. Um, because there, there's apparently a lot of people, there's apparently a checkers, online checkers community, and Windows needs to get it going. But Steamer2016, who said that the player, uh, basically saying, identifying this rage quitting problem, at the end of their response, they wrote in all bold letters, challenge to Microsoft, colon, <laughs> all caps, Three exclamation points. Sort it. Mic drop. <laughs> they, what they didn't write there was mic drop, which is, but what that means is that is. That, I mean, I mean that's like throwing down the gauntlet there. <laughs> the the mic drop is heavily implied. Yeah. And I mean that's it. Microsoft sort it. Yeah. Sort it out. Get get better online checkers where either a people can't rage quit or. B, like there's a hierarchy and only the best rise to the top. And our dear 79-year-old friend here won't have to worry about rage quitters. Yeah, I, I you know, and I'm really sorry, man, John. I'm really sorry that you've been exposed because that's one of the dark, darker parts of internet gaming communities, rage quitters. And I just can't stand that it's it's reached your generation i'm so sorry because i bet these are little punk ass millennials who think that they're so great at checkers but then they come up against a grandmaster like you and they just get rolled and their only response is to rage quit and so i'm sorry that's messing up your kd spread i'm i'm real sorry about that because you should be at 100 i'm sure because you ice those fools mm-hmm <laughs> 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 oh man stone cold <laughs> anyway, killer you got, a, you, you got a you got a final question for us i do yeah i think that's a that's all the help we can offer for today yeah. um so i do have one more question here uh this is um from the year 1690 and <laughs> is this um, a, just a dear abby from 1690 uh, <laughs> dear abby is a lich and she <laughs> will She's never always die. and forever that's why did they say it's her daughter who kept going with the column but actually she's just still doing it because she's a lich mm-hmm. yeah she has to reinvent herself every 30 or so years mm-hmm. um just to keep up the illusion that it's you know a mortal human answering these questions yeah, yeah. People would freak out if they knew it was a lich. So uh, this question from 1690, um, what is the cause of the winds? 
And whence do they come? And whither do they go? A riddle. (laughs) (laughs) Riddle me this, Batman. (laughs) Where do the winds come from? Where do they come? And where do they go, Batman? (laughs) I feel like we're playing the, the riddle game from The Hobbit. Let's let's leave it at that. That's, that's something a, to ponder yeah, on. That's, that's something to ponder on. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Uh, uh, I've this has <laughs> been a thing. This has been a thing. It's been mill advised, <laughs> and I'm your that's I'm your what we co-host, named it. Cameron Fontaine, and I'm your co-host Matt Gasper. You just go ice some fools and checkers. Okay.